0: Are you a developer or conversational designer looking to excel in the latest AI platforms? Or maybe you're in marketing looking for the latest in audio branding and customer engagement. Or maybe you're a startup, a business owner, an investor, or simply want to know about the future of voice technology. Then Voice Summit held in Newark, New Jersey, this July is for you. Get your ticket at voicesummit.ai. That's voicesummit.ai. We can't wait to hear your voice and meet you at the conference.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Inside Voice podcast. I'm your host, James Poulter. And in this week's episode, we've got a really special one for you. We are speaking with the founder of FreshRiver.ai, or I should say Pete Erickson, the founder of Voice Summit and MoDev, is speaking with Jyoti Balani, who is the founder of FreshRiver.ai. FreshRiver is an enterprise bot creator. They're focused on bringing emotional intelligence to large-scale businesses. In this interview, she identifies the problems with bots and why many in the early days actually failed and the learnings that they've identified at Fresh River to fix that problem. Drawing on her extensive expertise as a marketing lead and product developer, Pete and Jyoti discuss their insights into this fast-paced and ever-evolving space. We look forward to welcoming Jyoti and the Fresh River team at Voice Summit in just a couple of weeks' time. And if you still haven't yet got your tickets and signed up to join us in Newark, you can still do that over at voicesummit.ai. For now, here's Pete Erickson, founder of Voice Summit and MoDev, speaking with Jyoti Balani, the founder and CEO at FreshRiver.ai.
2: Okay, so here we are live once again. This is Pete Erickson. I'm the founder of MoDev, and I'm the creator of Voice Summit coming up July 22nd through the 25th in Newark, New Jersey. You can find us at Voicesummit.ai. This morning, I'm speaking with Jyoti Balani. She is the founder of FreshRiver.ai. Fresh River is focused on the enterprise aspect of bots. Jyoti, good morning.
0: Good morning, Pete.
2: It's great to have you here, and it's excellent to have another really entrenched speaker coming to Voice Summit, somebody who's looked at the challenges related to enterprise-grade bots. So tell us a little bit about Fresh River. Why you founded the company, what you're up to, and then we'll get into what you're going to be doing at the conference.
0: Sure. So about two years ago, I got into the AI space working for a digital consulting company, but also more as a consumer of conversational AI services. And one of the things I noticed was there's a lot of failed bots on the market. And it got me thinking as to why is that? And so as I got into the space deeper, I realized that a lot of the approaches, the product development frameworks are using the same process as mobile apps and web, which is also what I was in. And what I realized is we really can't do that because for the first time in ever, we have an interface with uh, voice or bots and conversational AI services that requires a different way of thinking about how we create enterprise-grade services. So in my history, for the last about 20 years, I've developed a view of the world in really three dimensions. So I've been a software engineer, I've been a product developer, and I've been a marketing leader as well. So I took all those three components to say, okay, if we were to create enterprise-grade bots, how would we do that? And I also looked at some of the bot development, build your own bots frameworks and platforms that are out there. And I think we're a little too early in codifying how to create bots because enterprises really have no idea how to go about uh, using this new interface. So one of the things I realized is unlike any other interface, which is largely touch, right? When we did web and we did mobile, we had to go to technology and learn how to use those interfaces With voice, when AI was actually created, I don't know how many people remember this in the 50s, we had nine disciplines that came together from uh, trying to understand how would you approach AI, how would you create a machine, an intelligent agent, which is eventually where we ended up seeing what we're going to create. There was philosophers, psychologists, of course, mathematicians, economists. And when we're developing, fast forward to today, enterprise grade bots leveraging AI services, we're not including a lot of those disciplines and thought processes. So when I looked at all those components, what I did was I took a product development framework that have applied in creating uh, previously infrastructure services for enterprise that have to be resilient, that cannot fail, that have to effectively support healthcare, financials, a lot of these strong networks. I brought those principles in and I looked at injecting all the different components and disciplines in the process of the framework. So I actually follow all the way from how do you create a meaningful use case for enterprise to solve? Because not everything's a, a hammer looking for a nail, right? It has to make sense. has to be meaningful. The design of it, before a single line of code is developed, how do you create the flows and you talk to the business stakeholders to say, what do you want this conversational AI service to do, right? And then working with developers now, having been a developer myself, I can actually call BS, excuse my French, on a lot of the developers. And when I have uh, looked at code that developers have written, It's all hardwired for happy paths, which is how mobile apps are developed and how web services are developed. And you can't do that. A, you're not taking a full advantage of NLP, NLU, sentiment analysis, all of these technologies that have been brought into commercialization. And then the other thing is, how do you actually go debug something like that, right? So I'm having conversations with developers to say, we can't approach it that way. We have to change the way we think about it. So what I've injected into my framework is designing. There's a very good tools on the market that will allow you to create flows that will say, okay, what do we want it to do? You cannot make it 100% guided because it's like a mobile app calling itself a bot, which is not right. So Mm -hmm. my thesis is a lot of the failures that we've seen on the market is because we are hardwiring these bots. And so the simplest test I tell people to run into a bot is to say, hi, hello, good morning, or thank you. 80% of these bots fail, if not more, because they say, Mm -hmm. I don't understand what you're saying, which means we never really thought about the human-centered approach to these bots. So I make it very heavy around the use case development and the design Mm -hmm. process, Mm -hmm. because if we don't get that right, everything else will fail, it won't matter. So that's Mm -hmm. the front end of the process. Then comes the process around once you've developed it, how do you test it? You Mm -hmm. have to bring in crowdsource testing. You have to make sure you're allowing for all the humans that you are targeting, Mm -hmm. be it B2B or B2C, be it a diverse background, right? Either Mm -hmm. gender or LGBTQ or coming in from different parts of the world, right? Dialogue, dialect. You have to inject all of those pieces into the test framework. So I actually have a slew of very strong partners that I bring in to do the testing. Companies actually like Applause, right? Who is uh, one of the, uh, the key sponsors of the voice summit. Yes,
2: we love uh, Applause, absolutely. I work
0: with them extensively to develop how are we going to do the voice testing? How are we gonna test these chatbots? And we do it early and we try to break the bot ourselves before you put it out into the wild. The other key component is analytics how do you know a bot is behaving correctly? So during the test cycles, we make sure we're monitoring so the companies like Dashbot and Bot Analytics are also key partners of mine. We make sure we test it right before we release anything to anybody. So we go through a extensive set of tests, more the merrier, right? I've had one client where I tested it. I invited 3000 mobile app users to say, hey, do you have an Alexa app? Do you have an Alexa device? Would you be willing to test this for me? And I had thousand people sign up, you know, Mm -hmm. people who had it and were willing. So these are the kind of things you have to inject into the framework, because what comes out of it is the technology today, the way it's available to us. Are We're creating toddlers. So these are like toddlers of conversational AI services. They have to be cared for. They have to be fed. They have to be managed correctly. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we're going to end up with, you know, what's happened with Microsoft and Google, right? The Twitter bot that went crazy, you know, the images that we picked that were not right. And so the good news is we are learning and it's okay to fail, but you experiment soon, you fail fast and you recover fast. So that's the framework I'm bringing in with the teams and the best of brief folks to think about it. And I think the key value proposition that I have that I share with my clients is I've held functional roles myself. I know what it's like to be a product you know, be responsible for product, be responsible for marketing, working with sales teams, customer service. So I wear their shoes, I've worn their shoes. And so exactly. when they say, we don't even know where to start, that's the first conversation we have. What are your metrics? What are you trying to solve for? What is the one problem that we can attack with the bots? Does that make sense?
2: One of the things I hear you saying is that let's use AI for the full benefits of what AI can achieve, as opposed to creating linear code that can act like a bot. Let's use AI, let's use smart tools in order to enhance the experience. So you really have a philosophical approach about making sure that we're really leveraging the best of the technology world out there, as opposed to trying to reinvent the wheel and write yet another bot. Bots are a collection of technologies that are put to the best use. That's really awesome. what I hear you saying. So as you see the enterprise shaping up here and, and companies moving into this space, you know, Salesforce with Einstein and Adobe with their platform and Alexa for business. And then, awesome. as you said, a number of bots have failed thus far trying to get into the market and get traction, probably because it was too early for enterprises to really adopt them at scale so that those licenses could add up and actually fund a company. But as you see this market taking shape, you know, what are some of the biggest things you notice from your vantage point? And I know you've worked with some really interesting clients. I think I saw a red cross on your list of folks you've worked with, but what do you think are some of the biggest forces at work as these AI platforms, the OS, if you will, of AI, sort of move into this space?
0: So a couple of things, right? One, A, they have, they've brought it to us, right? We can finally use it for good purposes, but a lot of them are black boxes. So, you know, trying to figure out code that's underneath that's leveraging when they update code, you know, the Alexa team does a great job, the Google team, the Microsoft teams, right? We develop the bots, we put them out and you hope it works because when you go back and do regression testing, nothing should fail. And so that is where we're trying to make sure that we stabilize, we work with them to make sure, hey, you know, when you change something, give us heads up. So that's one piece of it. The other thing, and obviously they're open source platforms that are coming in like Raza, that we want to make sure are also going to be helping us once we can see the code itself. So that's one component of it. The other piece I'm seeing clients tell me is, hey, you know, we built bots, they're great, but we want to expand it. We want to make them more intelligent. We want to, for example, bring in facial recognition. When they go to some of these platforms that are solving specific problems, either in sales or marketing or customer service or IT bots or HR bots, they're really at the mercy of the bot builder in order to advance their the intelligence. So for example, if they don't own the code, you can't bring in a facial recognition engine to enhance, for example, what your candidates look like. One of the clients told me they had a uh, HR bot where they were trying to interview candidates upfront and the candidates themselves, they wanted to get their facial expressions, of course, once they opt in. But I told them, if you don't own the code, I can't help you, which is one of the things that we have to make sure is that the clients own the coach. So I'm a big believer when we create this custom code, the enterprises have to own it if they want strategic advantage with it, right? If they want to continue growing it. So those are the two things that I'm really noticing come out. And when I advise clients and say, look, go play with it. If it's your first time that you're touching a bot, try out a bot that's available on the market, go build it yourself, experiment, but don't put it out in the wild just yet. Number one, right. because this is an extension of your brand. If this thing right. fail, people will notice because it's a very public display, right, of where right. you're going to put it in. So those are some of the things that I'm noticing happening as the market evolves.
2: Interesting that you mentioned open source. Um, we're seeing a, a lot of movement in that space. We're going to be dedicating some sessions at Voice Summit to open source platforms. So as these major enterprises move into this space with their own operating systems, if you will, their AI operating systems and there's open source. I think what I hear you saying is that enterprises are going to use a collection of all of them. They're going to use a collection of the enterprise uh, platforms. They're going to use a collection of open source platforms in the right areas at the right time. Is that what I hear you saying?
0: That is correct. So especially large organizations are almost like a collection of different companies, right? Because they're siloed. And that's the way the nature of the beast is. So as they go on and solve their specific problem, there will come a point because everybody has customers and the customer experience is where they're going to start to figure out that they have to connect the dots across right. all the organizations. So experimentation is good. Coming up with conclusions is good. But if you want a unified view of your customer end-to-end in mm-hmm. order to really enhance not only the, um, the brand piece, right, the mm-hmm. economic piece of it, but the emotional piece of it, You know, a lot of the brands want to make that connection. But hey, it's not just good enough to say, I can pick your color order, you know, on Facebook Messenger. You want to make sure that the next thing that they order, you build for correctly, you service them correctly, was their entire experience really good. So that's going to be where the rubber meets the road if it's going to be strategic advantage. If, for example, one organization on the sales side or marketing side has used, I don't know, Alexa, or they use another kind of chatbot platform, and another end has used another kind of platform, how will you unify it?
2: You have to own the code, right? I think that's a really great point, is you do have to own your own code on the back end, and that's really incumbent on these organizations to ensure that they're writing great code. And this is a call out to developers. You know, developers, it is time to get into this market. It is time to understand AI. The reason why voice is so important for developers is it just happens to be the presentation layer, whether it's through a chat bot or a spoken voice, but developers are going to be the ones making these tools actually work for the enterprise organizations.
0: That's correct. So, um, you know, I have some funny stories. I've had developers from Europe reach out to me saying that, hey, we've been building bots for a year. They don't work. What are we doing mm-hmm. wrong? Okay, let's step back and take a look at what your approach is, right? That's why I believe the product developer, the product manager is extremely important in the process along with, you know, many disciplines that got to come together because yep. somebody has to think about the whole thing end to end. You know, you can't just go, anybody can develop a bot. I mean, in a week you could have, you know, Microsoft sure. QA maker is fabulous. You can have a bot yeah. up, but where do you deploy it? How's it gonna work? How's it gonna play with the other spaces, right? Okay. Lots
2: Time, of your back end systems, everything. Yeah. 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 As somebody who went through the whole mobile revolution, it feels very familiar, but it's going to take leaders like you to really help enterprise organizations get there, you know, get into this market in the right way. Jyoti, we really appreciate you being a speaker at Voice Summit. I pulled up the agenda here. You're going to be speaking on Thursday on a panel called Key Design Principles that Promote User Acquisition. And I think that conversation largely is going to be about Creating bots that make a lot of sense for the user that you have to be interfacing with, whether it's an internal or external user. And we really look forward to your voice being a part of voicesummit.ai. So thanks again. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in July.
0: Same here. Thank you so much, Peter. Appreciate the opportunity.
2: Thanks, Jody. You can join Jody and about 300 other speakers coming from more than 20 countries from around the world at voice summit, voicesummit.ai. Prices go up after May 31st. Go and check it out. There is basically something for everybody, whether you're just getting started or you're a major enterprise trying to get your hands around how to incorporate voice into your organization internally and externally. Now is the time to get into voice. We look forward to seeing you at Voice Summit. Thanks a lot.